الشيخ الشنقيطي حفظه الله ورعاه mentioned uh, and this was بالمدينة he said that an old man came to him complaining about family problems the wife and the husband are always arguing with each other the children are arguing with each other no one's respecting anyone the house the the, the, the family is just in all sorts of chaos and disorganized so he came to the sheikh and he complained to him of the family problems he's experiencing for sheikh said to him yaqi do you pray salat al-sunnah at home do you pray salat al-witr at home he said to him allah ya sheikh i don't what's this witr first time i hear of witr i don't know what this is can you explain to me what is witr for sheikh said to him salat al-witr it's the one rak'ah the minimum one rak'ah that you pray before you sleep the minimum one rak'ah wallah azza wa jal witr allah is witr he is one he's odd and yuhibbu al-witr he loves odd fa'awtiru pray al-witr awtiru ya ahl al-qur'an in another hadith the nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam is is addressing the believers people of the quran pray witr before you sleep for sheikh he taught him what witr is yani this carries a huge significance in islam al-witr how can a believer sleep without praying al-witr so then uh sheikh said to him go and increase sunnah prayers in your house and tell your family to pray sunnah prayers in the house this old man went after a few months he came back to the sheikh excited happy saying wallahi ya sheikh wallahi i took your advice and i prayed sunnah prayers at home and uqsimu billah our problems have disappeared from the house there is tranquility and peace and calmness in the house it has restored once again yani organization and tranquility and love and mercy and compassion and gentleness has been restored once again in the house الشيخ ستيم صدق رسول الله النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم has spoken the truth when he said فإن الله جاعل له من صلاته في بيته خيرا that Allah would descend into a house an abundance of good if a person was to establish prayers in his house what can you lose what can you lose when you pray sunnah prayers and extra nafil prayers in your house Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. My brothers and sisters in Islam, as-salat is therapy, therapy. You know, when people are uh, going through emotional illness, mental illness, they go to the psychologist, psychologist recommends therapies, whether it's a CBT therapy or other therapies. Um, that's all good, no problems. I mean, if you need to do that, you go and do that at a, at a psychologist. But you know Islam, in Islam we have our own therapies. And one of the greatest therapies we have in Islam is as-salat. As-salat is a therapy to the heart, to the disturbed heart. It is a therapy. This is why in Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, إِذَا حَزَبَهُ أَمْرٌ فَزِعَ إِلَى الصَّلَاةِ When he was worried about something, he would rush to as-salat. And you know what's what's interesting is that this is not a hadith he narrated. This is how the companions described him. What does that mean? Meaning they have seen enough from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam that every time he is distressed he prays. That's it. It's become a pattern. It's become a habit. We've seen it. So now they narrated it. Yani how many times did Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam pray 
whenever he felt distress and worry. So many times that the companions observed it and mentioned it as a habit of his. And that's more powerful than if a Nabi Wasallam was to uh, narrate that. Allahu Akbar. For in prayer there is therapy. One I know of a Saudi sheikh that passed away now, rahimahullah. He used to treat the people bis-sujood. Wallahi, he used to treat people bis-sujood. Whenever a person used to come to him and complain about his worries and depression and sadness, Sheikh would say to him, pray and sit in sujood for half an hour. Stay in sujood for half an hour. Don't come up. That, that's your solution, bis-sujood. Wud'i Allah or cry out to Allah And he'd go and he'd do that. And it'd become a solution for people. A sujood is a solution for our anxiety, for our depression, for our fear, for our worry. Allah said in the Quran, We know that your heart experiences tightness. Your chest experiences tightness. Yani this ayah is speaking about an emotional difficulty. Because of what they say. Yani in, in context here, Al-Mushrikun, they were insulting Rasulullah and mocking him. When Nabi Sallallahu felt pain because of this. So any pain you're experiencing, Allah knows about it. That's number one. Na'lamu, we know. Fasabbih, bihamdi rabbik. Allah says, what's the surah? What do you do? What do you do, Ya Rasul? Even if Rasulullah, the best of creation, was to experience, experience difficulty and calamity and hardship and, and, and goes through an emotional state, Allah says to him, Fasabbih, bihamdi rabbik. Declare the perfection of Allah. Say subhanallah wa bihamdih. What does that mean? It means don't forget me. Don't forget my mention. Don't forget my dhikr. Sabbih bihamdi rabbik. Declare the praise of Allah. Say subhanallah wa bihamdih. Subhanallah wa bihamdih. Repeat it. Keep repeating it until your heart is satisfied. And it's nourished. Bidhikrillahi azza wa jal. Allahu Akbar. And be from among those who, who, who do sujood. In other words, pray. Pray, pray, get up and pray every time you feel distress. Allahu Akbar. Salat aslan, salat, the prayer, was given to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam as a gift. And he was given that command of the prayer in the year of sorrow and sadness after he had lost his beloved uncle Abu Talib. And after he had lost his beloved wife, Khadija radiallahu anha, and after he had gone to At-Ta'if and he was stoned, he had nothing. He was feeling down. When Nabi took him up al-Isra'u'l-Mi'raj and gave him al-Salat. It was a gift. It was a therapy to calm his heart, to bring him peace and tranquility and relaxation in his life. That's what a salat was for. So you, you cannot look at the salat as a burden or as a difficulty. La, that's the one who doesn't focus in his salat will see it as something heavy. Amma the believer, the one who has khushu' in his salat and connects with his salat and he knows this is when he's connecting with Allah and he feels that closeness to Allah, especially in his sujood. A salat upon such a person would be light, would be easy, would be the only way out of all difficulties in his life. Yes, 
for such a person, as-salat would be the only way out of difficulties of life. That's where you relax. That's where you're satisfied. That's where your heart is nourished and fulfilled. Bis-salat. Allahu Akbar. From the very moment of when you say Allahu Akbar, you know, and you hold your heart, you, you, you hold your hand and you hold it here on your chest, you know, as though you're controlling your heart and the emotions that are in there. You grab onto it. You say, Allahu Akbar. Allah is greater. Greater than everything that is happening around me. Greater than my emotion. Greater than my feelings. Greater than my financial difficulty and my stress. Greater than anything you can think of. فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ أَكْبَرُ مِنْ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ As the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to Adi ibn Hadam al-Ta'i radiyallahu anhu when he explained to him the word Allahu Akbar, he said to him, وَهَلْ تَعْلَمُ شَيْئًا أَكْبَرُ مِنَ اللَّهِ Do you know anything greater than Allah? Meaning Allahu Akbar means there is nothing greater than Allah. Allahu Akbar. Now, Allahu Akbar, it settles the disturbed heart of the believers. 